everyone, and welcome to Reprise Falls, the little town where we watch all of Gravity Falls. I'm Ashley, and I'm joined by your friend and mine, Molly. Hey, hi, it's me, Molly. We got Luke with us. Hello! Uh, I got nothing else. What's going on, Luke? <laughs> I'm tired. Yeah. I just don't sleep well most of the time. Yeah, I relate. I feel like it's especially catched up to me tonight, so... that. Will, will that, like, dampen my energy down, or will it bring out a whole new side of me? Only time will tell. Only time will tell. We'll find yeah, we out. we don't know if this is gonna have midweek energy. <laughs> right. We usually record midweek, but now we're on, we're recording this one on a Friday. Hmm. Well, we're gonna have to see how that, that goes. Uh, was, what, uh, I, I got, I've, I've finished playing as Richter Belmont in the Smash Brothers, got him all lit up. My quest continues to progress. I got two two characters to go, and I'll be done. And then, oh. s- and then I'll start l- doing a different thing to light up more of them because I just want to light up the whole board eventually. But now I got to fucking do Min Min from Arms, so that's gonna be fun. Yeah, it's gonna be tough. I I was honestly very worried about that one, and then while I was trying to learn how to play Richter, I was watching like. YouTube videos of, like, how to play Smash good, and I, like, just randomly got recommended, like, oh, an interview with one of the best, uh, Belmont players in the world, and he was like, yeah, I mean, the thing is, I mean, Min Min is kind of just, like, a strictly better Belmont, like, it's just, oh. it's kind of the same character, but better, I'm like, oh, okay, well, that, alright then, <laughs> if you say that, that, you seem like you know what you're talking about. So maybe it won't be so bad. Um, I started playing a game called Overboard, which is like an interactive fiction thing. Um, have you heard of like 80 Days? No. Yeah, it's it's the people that made that. It's like a very well-known uh, IF thing, visual novel, that people that like those things have been yelling at me to play for years. And I've been like, oh yeah, no, I totally will someday. And I just and never have. And now I'm playing this other game they put out instead. Yeah, it's been on my Steam wish list for, like, a, a decade at this point. Oh, I bought it on sale for, like, three bucks a year or two ago, and I think I even have it installed and have never launched it. Yeah, baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, tell us about uh, going Overboard. Yeah, so Overboard is a game, it's, like, in, it's in, like, the 1930s or maybe, like, early 40s, and you play as, like, this rich British socialite lady... And the game opens up, you're like on a boat to America from England, and it starts at night, and you just shove your husband overboard, killing him. Uh, Yeah, and then it cuts to the following morning, and it's like, it's 8am, and at I think 5pm, the boat like docks in New York, and in that time, you need to not get caught for murdering your husband. So like an early thing, you like wake up. You go into the bathroom and you realize you've lost an earring. So you have to go around and, like, find where you lost it so no one else can use it as a clue against you. It's like a reverse murder mystery. Uh, uh-huh. And then, like, eventually, like, like 4 p.m., the bell will ring and, like, everyone will get called into the, you know, mystery parlor. And the guy who's basically acting as the detective in the story will, like, start going through things. And you can try to, like, put your thumb on the scale to try and get out of getting uh, caught. It's pretty short, and 
avoiding getting arrested for murder isn't really that hard. I did it on the first playthrough. But then after, like, I convinced them that my husband committed suicide. And then I got an epilogue of... Finding out that this was not like a crime of passion because I hated my husband, it was a calculated plan to kill him for the life insurance money. But if he killed himself, I don't get the life insurance payout. So Owned. now, Owned. like, Owned. It, Owned. Owned. yeah. So then it just resets, and okay, now I have to get away with the murder and also frame somebody else for the murder so that I get the money. And that also wasn't that hard, and I did that, and uh, then I got a different epilogue scene. Oh, I got away with it, it's great, I got all this money. And then I get a letter in the mail that somebody on the boat knows what happened, and they're blackmailing me. <laughs> so it resets again, and now I've got to figure out, okay, i got to get away with it, i got to frame somebody else, and i got to figure out who the blackmailer is and, like, get them to stop. And that's, that's as far as I've gotten so far. I would simply pin it on them. Right? Yeah. So far, it seems like there's only an option to pin it on one other person, but uh, maybe, maybe, yeah. I am also slowly figuring out that you can murder other people on the boat if you catch them alone. Ah! (laughs) But the more people you murder, the more suspicious it gets. (laughs) Ma'am, ma'am, you seem to be the only woman left on this boat. Right. (laughs) What happened out there? Yeah, big, so far I know wave. how to kill, let's see, there's three people I know how to kill clean, and one person I know how to kill, but I get caught immediately. I, I'm almost wondering if it's possible to kill every single person on the boat. Just pull up to port, be like, damn, yeah, big wave, huge yeah. wave. It's it's a really neat game, I'm enjoying it. I, I like that, the idea of a ship, like every ship having a murder parlor. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, the ship where, when inevitably, yeah. one of us gets murdered. Well, that's another good uh, side of it, too, is the boat has a chapel that you can go to to pray, and it's basically the game's hint system, but you, like, pray at the altar, and God starts talking to you, and he's just like, why the fuck are you asking me for help to commit a murder? What's wrong with you? But then you're like, okay, well, will you give me a hint? All right, fine, listen. <laughs> All right. All right, look, here's the fucking deal. He's like, yeah, all right, idiot, yeah, maybe try this, stupid. What do I care? You're going to hell anyway. (laughs) If you want to fuck up your life worse, here you go. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So, yeah, it's a fun game. Nice. Sounds good. Yeah. Ashley, what you been up to? Um, I've been playing some video games. I've been playing, uh, you know, Generation Zero, which is like the... It's supposed to be a kind of a multiplayer game where you're in Sweden fighting uh, robots. I'm playing it solo, mm-hmm. uh, which definitely makes it harder. <laughs> sure. Uh, it's basically, if you're familiar with the works of Simon Stallenhog, or, you know, you have like the Tales from the Loop stuff. Oh, sure. Okay. Uh, it basically looks like one of his art pieces... And he even, like, I remember, like, was sending them, like, te- like tweets of, like, hey, can you just tell people that I'm not involved in this? Because I've had people buy this game and then, like, and, like, say, like, oh, I just bought this game that you worked on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, it, it it is very obviously where they are, like, biting their style, but. It was seven bucks, and that was good enough for me to get. <laughs> yeah. Uh, been playing also uh, for, like, a 
game that's perfectly fine. Uh, fucking Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, sure. Which is, like, dumb in every story way, but then you get to be a cool samurai sometimes. Right, right. And that's cool. And then, like, there's a button to just uh, flick off all the blood on your sword. <laughs> that is a good button to have. And, like, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> that's one of those games I feel like I'm going to have a great time with it when it's free on PlayStation Plus in another year. I cannot year. wait when it's free. <laughs> yes, it, and that is definitely a game that is going to at one point be free on PlayStation Plus. Although, you know what, that's what I said about God of War, and it's been free on PS Plus for like six months now, and I have not touched it. Yeah, it's not worth it. <laughs> yeah. I played it, it's not that good. No. No. Also, also, you can, I guess you can say a game has no cuts if you just make the loading screen in the game. Right. You know. Yeah. yeah. All, you, all you have to do is make sure the player can't do anything uh, for a good forty seconds while your game loads, and that's yeah. you know no cuts. That's the trick. I mean, that's Metal Gear Solid Five does have cuts, but like once it starts a mission, there are no cuts, and it does the same thing. Uh, right. I think that's disingenuous. Yeah. yeah same, same thing with a uh, Tony Hawk American Wasteland. <laughs> right. The super long like what? tunnels you got to go through. <laughs> Oh, because there's no loading screens? Right. So, like, yeah. it's not that, like, you have full control, but if and you want to like, get from one zone to the other, you got to go through this very long tunnel with nothing to do in it while like, the game loads. Like, their pitch was like, oh, it's like open world Tony Hawk and everyone lost their minds. Right. And then people found out that it is still, like, very distinct levels. You just go through a long tunnel in between. <laughs> That's really funny. It's very <laughs> funny. Because presumably the tunnel has to be longer, like, it's gotta be as long, like, to handle the worst case scenario for the load time. Where, like, if there was just a loading screen, you might get there a little faster. Probably. (laughs) Uh, I think a big part of it is you can usually keep your combo going through the tunnel. Okay, sure. I fucking Uh, hate video games, dude. Yes. (laughs) And so sometimes people, like, will post crazy-ass videos of them, like, comboing through every level of the game. Sure, See, sure. And then I'm like, that's fucking crazy. I can right. never do that. Yeah. Um, At least that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's yeah. better than, than just sit in the helicopter for five minutes while, like, the opening credits play. Yeah, I yeah, love Prey. Better than Although stand. I do like that. I do like that MGS5 has opening and closing credits for every mission. That is good, actually. That is good. Yeah. Uh, loved when they did that in uh, Asura's Wrath. Oh, yeah, they did! Yeah, because, like, every episode is supposed to be, like, an anime episode. Right, God, I need to... I, it has been a decade since I played Asura's Wrath. It is time for me to go back to that. I've always been, like, a, a like a stand for that game. Like, yeah, that game's yeah. good. They played I love for... that game, except the end of it was DLC, and I refused to buy it, so I've never seen how it ends. I remember I got, like, into a hard fight near the end, because, like, that game's not about combat, but sometimes no. they make you do combat. Yeah. Uh, and I just kind of was like, eh, I'm, I don't care enough. <laughs> but, yeah. No, the way the game on the disc ends is, like, you beat a last boss, but it feels kind of anticlimactic, and, like, oh, everything's great. And then a small side character shows up and reveals that they've been the real villain all along, and you get, like, a to-be-concluded for yeah. 15 bucks on the Xbox Live store. 
it's not a thing where it's like, oh, like, once the DLC came out, it's like, obvious that this was supposed to be the ending. Right. It's like, from the the jump. <laughs> yeah, now... I think they, in their minds, they were selling it as like, okay, the game on the disc is the series, but then you gotta go see the movie in theaters to see the finale. Or, like, buy the Blu-ray of the anime that has <laughs> right. the... I will say... We have all probably bought worse DLC at this point. Oh, oh most God, certainly. Yes. <laughs> I bought Operation Overlord. You kidding me? Yeah, like we've uh, we've all had bigger uh, DLC sins. I think no. it's time to forgive Asura's wrath. I, no, that's what I'm saying. I do forgive it. I'm just saying when I was 20, I was like, well, I am not buying this on principle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Horse yeah. armor <laughs> and whatnot. Yeah. Horse armor. Man, um, that simpler times. Yeah, remember when people, that's what people were mad about? Man. I mean, I'm still kind of mad about horse armor. That's stupid. I, I agree that it's stupid, but it's so much better than pay a similar amount of money for a lottery ticket in which you might get horse armor. That's, you know what? Got me there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, anyway. Uh, yeah, Abnormal Mapping did Asura's Wrath, I think, within the last year, and I was gonna mm. play it, but I was like, eh. It's really good. I've never played it. Yeah. Like, I I recommend it. Maybe it's just once a, I finish Lost Odyssey. It's yeah. just a real dumb anime. It's also a game that you can finish in, like, an afternoon. It is not long. Maybe after I finish Lost Odyssey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I also watched Cats. Yeah! That's Skimbleshanks, though. Skimbleshanks! It's the railway cat. He's the, the cat for the railway train! <laughs> I, I'd heard people lose their fucking mind over Skimbleshanks, like, partly as a joke and partly as, like, a, actually, that was a pretty good part of that movie. Because you think you understand this movie for as wild as it's been, <laughs> but it seems like it's finally settling down. They've sort of settled into that one, like, auditorium area that they're in for the bulk of, like, the second half. Like, okay, I understand the characters, I understand the stakes, as batshit as they are, this is what this movie is. Fuck you, here comes a shirtless cat man in suspenders who's gonna tap dance so beautifully that you are mentally transported to a train car. Yeah, it's great. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's, it's so good. <laughs> um, that movie... I like it's retread ground at this point, but fucking bizarre. It's oh god. <laughs> I you, you gotta my... have me back on your movie podcast so we can talk about cats. All right, we can do that. Uh, I <laughs> lost my fucking mind at how bad the music was at the beginning. Uh huh. I don't, I don't like, even remember what you mean, but I believe it, you. It's like a weird like cat here, just like. <laughs> Andrew Lloyd Webber had already cashed in at this point. He doesn't fucking care. Right. Yeah. Like, it's the weirdest thing about Cat is that it's the biggest thing that to ever have existed. Yeah, I feel truly grateful that I got to uh, see it in theaters before they patched it to make it look slightly better. Yeah, so I, I, I saw it on Blu-ray. Yeah, I'm sure the version I saw has been scrubbed from existence. Yeah. It'll show up on, like, the Internet Archive in three decades. Yeah. <laughs> God, I really need to check out that Mario Brothers movie director's cut. Yep, yep. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, like, that movie just from the jump is, like, a fucking assault on all senses. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, 
and again, this is all retreading, but the fact that some of the cats have clothes and some of them don't really fucks me up. <laughs> Andrew's elbow looks nude. Yeah, well, especially because he has a layer of clothes that he removes. And then, like, his cat skin just looks like human skin. Uh-huh. No good. I love when he grabs the guy and just yells, McCavity! As he yeah. teleports away. <laughs> he's McCavity, the master of depravity. He's broken every human law. He's broken every <laughs> human law! <laughs> when that movie was new, I briefly thought about, you know, it'd be a funny bit, is to get a Twitter bot together that just <laughs> pe- posts a human law with, like, McCavity's broken this. <laughs> God. That would be pretty good. Yeah. He's uh, broken this statute about loitering between the hours of 3 a.m. and 6 a.m. Yeah, that's just... I, I feel like um, Ribble Wilson and James Corden were the worst parts. Yeah. Just because, like, they're too jokey compared Wait, is to, Ribble like... Wilson the one that vores the cockroaches? Yes. Okay. Like, the cockroach scene is, like, beautiful and it's, like horrificness it is it looks like shit and also what it's depicting is maybe the wildest thing i've ever seen in a film (laughs) but like i i feel like there's like a lot of like them kind of looking at the camera kind of gags where it's like oh check out you know this song isn't that good Uh uh-huh like that doesn't rhyme and it's like no like even though, like, I think Jason Derulo is one of the only people who is, like, fully in. Uh-huh. Like, everyone else is treating this very seriously. And, like, you coming in to be like, oh, but we're kind of above it. Yeah. It's just fucking it up for me. Do you want to know something about me that will forever lessen your ability to respect me? Which must already be pretty low. Yeah, and you already said that Kingdom Hearts is exactly like Get Out. This is <laughs> what did I say that? You said it on this podcast. Oh God, <laughs> what's wrong with me? <laughs> it was when you're deep in your Kingdom Hearts hole. Well, because you wa- it was like you watched us and you had watched right. You played oh, Kingdom right, because Hearts. Because I was pointing out that like yeah, yeah. There's yeah. <laughs> Right, I, didn't, I don't think jail. I said they're the same. I think I said Jordan Peele's a Kingdom Hearts fan and takes inspiration from them. I think you <laughs> said that they were the same. Ah, who knows what I said. Anyway, the thing I was going to say now is that uh, I didn't, like, cry. I got, like, 10% misty-eyed on the Magical Mr. Mistopheles song. Yeah, Mr. Mistopheles wasn't doing much for me. They all just believed in him so much, Ashley. And then he did magic. He did magic because they believed in him. <laughs> I it's I think that's a very good example of how easy it is to make me kind of tear up. <laughs> no, yeah, it's fine. Um, I I liked the I didn't realize that it was a song that Taylor Swift wrote, but the Taylor Swift song that's in it, yeah, that she doesn't sing weirdly enough. Yeah, uh, I liked. <laughs> She's too busy getting everyone high on catnip. Wait, they got Taylor Swift in the Cats movie and she doesn't sing? No, she, she sings. Does. She doesn't sing the song she wrote. Oh, I, I don't know. That sounds normal to me. No, yeah, it is. I, I just, like, it's kind of like, like, when I looked up afterwards, I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's fair. Um, Like, she wrote a response song to memory. <laughs> like, the most famous song from the musical. Yeah. Which, that's that stood out to me in that movie, is that their treatment of memory is not that good. I... 
Like, they don't do anything for it. She just stands in one's place and sings. That is... that director. That... But, like, all the other music numbers have, like, crazy bullshit happening. And then the famous one that even I know they don't do shit for. Um, like, yeah, like, that is what he did with Les Miserables. Hmm. It's probably just because they don't want to ruin the song everybody knows. I guess. He, yeah, like, I... Well, I forgot what fucking song it was. Um, the... Uh, I, oh, yeah, I Dreamed a Dream. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, and that's like the biggest, like, emotional beat from that... Uh, yeah. From Les Miserables. Um, and that is just, like, 100% all... Anne Hathaway's face like no Hmm. choreography anything it is just a single shot Hmm. Um, and then she they're like yo you sang good enough to die (laughs) she's like yes (laughs) Um, on that yeah I've also been watching um, a lot of dropout stuff and apparently all of our friend group is slowly getting dragged into that so that's fun Mm -hmm. Molly Oh, okay. Hi. What are you doing? <laughs> you ever heard of fucking Lost Odyssey? <laughs> <laughs> From you, yes. It's good. I think I talked about this last week too. So there's not much new. I'm I'm still playing. I'm on disc three. I'm just vibing. Mm-hmm. It's a, you know it's a good JRPG because it has four discs. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Classic. On the 360, even. Yeah. Um. I want someone to release a, I'm sure someone has, like, release a digital-only uh, JRPG, but still have it, se- like, separated into discs. <laughs> four, <laughs> in four EXE files, for sure. Yes. Um, Yeah, so I, I've been playing that. I, uh, I'm i done with Resident Evil 8. I think I talked about that already. Um, I, uh, I got the Daily Bugle. The, bi- the big the Daily Bugle Lego. Yeah. Molly bought the Daily Bugle. <laughs> I bought the whole Daily Bugle. To scoop J. Joe to Jameson. Oh, yeah, shit. that's right. Uh, my newspaper would be so good, dude. <laughs> Slander on every page. <laughs> I guess I could just make that. You don't have to buy a newspaper to do that. You can do that right yeah. now. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So I I bought the big Lego because I sold all my magic cards. I was like, well, what am I gonna put in the place that I had all these old magic cards? Uh huh. It's a big Lego. It turns it's, out it's it's a pretty cool Lego. It's a pretty fucking cool Lego. Yeah. Uh. So I've been having a lot of fun doing that. Uh. Just you know, just vibing. Yeah. Um. A crow attacked me today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I. Apparently, multiple times. Like four times. Was it the same one? I assume so. <laughs> like, how much time difference was there between? Seconds. Okay, okay. Yeah, it, it was one larger problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, was, I, was, I got off the bus at my usual stop on the way to work, and I heard a crow, uh, you know, talking. And I was like, damn, I hope that crow doesn't, uh, like, look at me. Uh, uh-huh. The crow looked at me, and then... <laughs> um, I didn't, so I never saw it, but I heard its wings flapping next to my ear four times, like four separate times, and then I put my hood up, 
uh, on my hoodie because thank God I was wearing it today, and then ran inside a Seven Eleven, uh, and and then it went away. But I don't think I'm gonna get off at that stop anymore. <laughs> what did you do to the crow? Nothing. I didn't do anything to the crows. Crows are scary, mm. dude. Mm. Crows know shit. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. That's that's the they, thing. They know what you did, but we don't. I didn't. I don't know what I did. <laughs> I. D- the crow is like this. This MF bought that big Lego. We gotta kill him. <laughs> <laughs> this this bitch gotta die. She I, she is quickly approaching the bourgeoisie. <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> I I once had a pigeon attack me. A, oh okay, that's scary too. Yeah. Look, I just don't. I just don't want to get hurt by birds. Yeah, birds I think are scary because they're hard to hit. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I did. I just didn't like the whole situation. Everybody at work was like, "What did you do to that bird?" I was like, "I didn't do anything to the bird." Uh, but you then the bird was probably a tyranny fan, and that's what the probably, issue was. Yeah, they heard my podcast about yeah. Gun Journal updated. Huh. If there was an animal that would listen to podcasts, I think a crow would be it. Yeah, it would yeah. be a crow for sure. No, the crow really liked Mass Effect. That was the problem. I was going to say, yeah, I also think like crows would be big. Like, if there's going to be a bird that's a fan of computer RPGs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I got I got attacked by a crow. Um, so, uh, hopefully I don't die. From I, I, crow attacks. I hope you don't die from being marked by the crows. I just don't want that crow to tell other crows I fucked up. Because I didn't do anything. <laughs> and you know they talk. They do. It, they no, do. it's actually true. Now yeah. I know. <laughs> That's the scary part. I remember reading I a just... thing years and years ago now. And who knows if this is true. I saw it on the internet. It's probably a lie. But I remember at the time being like, whoa, what the fuck? Was that, like, if they had, like, reports of, like, a wolf that saw a guy with a gun, like, kill another wolf or something, and then that wolf and also all of its, like, pack members get scared if they see anyone holding anything kind of stick-shaped. <laughs> like, it warned them about, hey, they got, th- I don't know what the fuck's going on with them, but they got some weird shit. Damn. Yeah, I, I could see that being true, but I also, I don't know enough about <laughs> That sounds about like wolves. too complicated a concept to explain without language. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. There's so much we don't know. There is, that's true. And crows are scary. Sure, yeah. Okay, anyway. Um, Where's them, like, do math? That's a, they, okay, so the the backup thing that I found out is at work. Uh, one of the one of my um old coworkers came by, and I was like, I got attacked by a crow today. And she was like, was it in front of the Bartel? I was like, it was in front of the Bartel. Uh, oh, she was like, yeah, those crows had kids recently, and those crows oh. are super aggressive right now. Okay, that makes so sense. So hopefully, it's just that the crows had babies and yeah. that they're aggressive right now uh, i'm still not walking by there anymore no i wouldn't yeah no. give it a week or two for the babies I'm, to grow I'm, up. I'm going to fu- i'm going to fuck around for at least a month yeah but yeah it's gonna make it harder to stop at my usual my usual route to work but whatever go very fast i'm not no that's not that sounds like a good way to get killed by a crow so that, 
I feel like I'm not you, faster than crows. I feel like you talk a lot about you know wanting to fight, wanting to punch. I feel like you've got a sparring partner in this crow, maybe. No, have you tried to punch a bird? No, I haven't. Seems like a bad time. Seems to me like a good way to practice your punching. I listen. I don't want to punch a crow. It's a good way to get my ass kicked by other crows. They got claws. <laughs> I don't got claws. This uh-huh. is not an even relationship. Uh-huh, uh-huh. They can fly, Luke. Hmm, hmm. Listen, if she could communicate with Crow to say, like, hey, this will just be a one-on-one situation. Yeah, right. no ill will, Mr. Mister Crow. Sir. But, like, if she starts swinging at that crow, that crow's gonna tell other people. Yeah. Right. And by people, I mean crows. Crows, yeah. yeah. Look. Uh, we open on this Gravity Falls episode <laughs> of a certain fight. Uh, by which I mean uh, the the twins are trying to figure out who can um, eat, get syrup to drip out of the syrup bottle faster. Yes, yeah. and Mabel cheats. Mabel yeah. does cheat. She does cheat. She just squeezes the damn bottle. It's fucking cheating. I like that Dipper has a look on his face like, ah, oh, you fucking cheater. But also he doesn't say anything. He just kind of no, moves he's on. No, like, right, fine. Guess I won't well, die. Well, because also she immediately starts, like, coughing. Yeah, she yeah. Just fucking chokes on it. Because it's probably a bad thing to just have <laughs> just straight uh, syrup down your gullet. I feel like at their yeah. age, that's a good time. Yeah, that's probably a good Yeah, time, I just, it's close enough between, like, food and liquid. Right. That it's going to go on a wrong pipe. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Grunkle Stan comes and says, hey kids, it's family fun day. Uh, yes. fa- we're gonna do some family bonding, and Dipper's like, is this gonna be like the last family bonding day? Where they were drawing, uh, like they were making fake money, uh, and they get caught yeah. by the cops. Uh, and Mabel says, the county jail was so cold, which is distressing, <laughs> but <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, and also they established that there is a $1,000 reward for any photos of anything uh, paranormal from this right. magazine. Oh, yeah, it's like you gotta get the photo of the month or whatever. Yeah, they also yeah. set up that Mabel uh, really wants a human-sized hamster ball that's in the same magazine. Because she's human-sized. Yes. yes. <laughs> <She's> he- uh, <laughs> I just like that line. It's a good line. <laughs> uh, sized uh, A piece of the gnome's hair. <laughs> She does have gnome beard hair. Yes. That is true. Uh, when asked why she has it, she goes, I don't know. Which, <laughs> yeah, Honestly, I'd enough. probably do the same. Yeah. Yeah. I get you. Uh, anyway, the kids are blindfolded and are stuffed in the back of this, this car. Yes. Um, and uh, they're they're on the way. Uh, and uh, Stan... Is asked if he's wearing a blindfold. Right, because uh, he's not driving very well. It's, he's it's bad driver. It's just like, no, nah, but with these cataracts, I may as well be. Yeah, and then he dr- he's like, what is that, a woodpecker? And then he drives through a, a fence. Uh, and then they're at Lake Gravity Falls, uh, and Stan reveals that it's fishing season. Yes. Uh, yes. And Dipper is like, what the fuck? I hate fishing. Um, yeah, like, it, and- what what scam is this? Yes, um, and all the other kids or all the other adults are out on the lake fishing, 
uh, we got some we got some antics with this old lady who is just holding a pan, and she's like, "Fish, get in the pan." Uh, and then there's a guy taking a picture on the pier, and he just falls in the water when his picture gets taken. Yeah. Uh, mm. And then there's the this redhead gang. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with the big dad, uh, and he's like, "We don't fucking use fishing poles. We reach in the water, we grab a fish, and then we punch it to death." <laughs> it's like the uh, fucking bully family from Billy Madison. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then, yeah, he just starts punching him, and then a guy in another boat drifts up and goes, get him, get him. Yeah, it's good. Um, I, the, the subtitles say that the family is chanting dead, 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 but I assume because of the episode we're watching, it's supposed to be dad. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. I just thought that was a weird choice. Anyway. Um. Stan is like, listen, I've never had fishing buddies before. The guys at the lodge don't trust me, uh, and you got to come fishing with me. And Mabel's like, I think he just actually wants to go fishing. Um, yeah, and I, then he pulls out <laughs> custom hats. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Like for this entire like, and there's never a reveal that it's not. He just actually wants to fish with them. <laughs> right. Yeah, he just actually wants to have some nice time with them. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, he does want to go fishing for twelve hours, though. Ten yes. hours. Ten hours. Okay. Regardless, maybe a bit of yes, an ask. It's a long time. It's a lot of fishing. I wouldn't go fishing for ten hours, and I, I like fishing. I would not go fishing for ten hours either. No, yeah, like, I I get why they are like, mm-mm, no way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, he he's just being a nice man. <laughs> well, an okay man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but he brought his uh, uncle joke book, uncle approved joke book. Yeah. Um, but then an old man comes running up uh, and he's like running through a bunch of uh, fishing poles and breaking tables and slapping sandwiches out of guy's hand. Yeah, he's like charging through a bunch of stuff and then goes out of his way to slap a sandwich out of a guy's hand. It's a good joke. Yeah, and he's like, oh, <laughs> the the Gravity Falls Lake gobbly gobble digger. I don't gobble wonker. Uh, the the gobble wonker. Yeah, um, and Mabel's like, look at this old man doing a funny little dance, uh, and he's like, no, it's a dance of extreme danger, um, and then his son, who is the park ranger, comes out and sprays him with a spray bottle, and says, stop scaring my customers, dad, which is a weird, I don't know, I don't think park rangers get paid directly by people showing up, I guess they do, in a way, yeah, yeah, and I don't know if he was a, a park ranger or like a just owned like the fishing. Yeah, because he's just got like a ball cap. He doesn't have one of those like rimmed hats. Yes, I, I think he's just supposed to be yeah, just the the like boat rental guy. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. Um, um but, yeah, but yeah, actually. it was. Uh, he d- describes what is basically like the Loch Ness monster. <laughs> Yeah. And it's out on Scottlebutt Island. Yes. Yes. Um, uh, and and everyone's like, that dude's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, the the yeah. police and the police boat are like, this guy's a crazy old man. Everyone, uh, makes, and everybody everyone humiliates him. him right in front of his son. I just don't think it's yeah. very nice. No. Not very nice at all. Um, uh, 
but yeah, then the kids get the idea that, hey, wait, we, we could just take the boat out to the island to get a picture of the monster, and then we get that prize that we were talking about. Yeah, we get that prize that prize money. And then yeah. Mabel has an extended dream sequence about what it would be like if she had a human-sized hamster ball. <laughs> Which I enjoy. Uh, there is a, there is, she's like, not so high and mighty anymore, are you, Mr. Hamster? And there's a hamster and a hamster <laughs> ball, and it's like, oh, fuck. You got yeah. there. It, Which it I just... assumed it would stop there, but then it cuts to a second <laughs> scene where yeah. it's just two fucking, like, hot dudes in a convertible, and she's, like, talking to them from the street corner in her hamster ball, and they're like, like, their sunglasses fall off because they're so stunned by her. Yes. <laughs> it's great. You can look, but you can't touch, boys. <laughs> um, of course, one of the boys has to have blue hair. Yeah, yeah. naturally. Uh, and then uh, Dipper's like, hey, Grunkle Stan, we want to go to the Scuttlebutt Island to find that gobblewonker. And Stan is like, uh, no, we're going fucking fishing. Um, and But not before the old man shows up. It's like, oh, I want to go on your monster hunt. And he's like, actually, we don't, we don't, we don't not, know you. Yeah, we don't know you, <laughs> yeah. sir. Uh, and then Seuss shows, shows up in his fancy boat, because Seuss has a fancy boat called the SS Cool Dude. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, listen, I got steering wheel chairs, all the normal stuff. Um, I think that uh, y'all should, I want to go monster hunting too. Um, and Stan's like, no, listen, I, I could teach you how to, uh, you know, put worms on hooks and tie some knots and stuff. Uh, and then Seuss is in the background doing the robot. Yeah, yes. and they're like, "This is not a choice. This is <laughs> this is not. Yeah, obviously not a choice." Now I will uh, say the lesson of this episode is that, like, hey, they shouldn't have blown off their their uncle. You know, he wants to spend time with his family, and they should, like, yeah, they should. It's not like he's not invited to go with them. He's just yeah. being stubborn about doing fishing. Yeah, I, I think when. Uh, your uh, great grand, not great, your grand nephew and grand niece are like, hey, grandpa, 10 hours of fishing is a little much, don't you think? Why don't yeah. we go do something else first? I think I think it's not unreasonable to be like, hey, what if we spent two hours looking for the lake monster and then we can spend eight hours doing your thing? <laughs> that seems like more than a compromise. Yeah. Well, you know, they're 10 year olds. Sure. Yeah. I'm talking more from Stan's perspective. Yeah, I know, but they're ten year olds. Yeah, yeah. He he also like extremely like makes it like a it's this or that, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, not saying Stan is in the right here. Sure, just you know. Um, but Stan's like, well, shit. I got a whole box of creepy fishing lures to keep me company, and then he looks and he's like, oh, maybe not actually. Uh, and then we cut to, uh, you know, the crew, uh, they're, they're pulling yeah. the anchor up, they're putting up the flag that says fun on it. Um, Dipper says raise the flag, and then I saw the flag, I was like, that sounds like a gay flag. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know what month it is? <laughs> Come on now. Uh, and then Susan's like, do y'all have sunscreen? And they're like, oh no, we gotta turn around for sunscreen, which is a weird goof, I don't know, I don't get it. Um... And then there's a oh there's a monster in the fucking lake, y'all. Yeah, shit. Uh, th- down there. This is where they kind of establish the the biggest running joke that's going to go throughout this episode, which is uh, Dipper has uh, realized what the biggest problem in all 
crypto uh, photography is. Right, people not having cameras handy. So he has gotten 17 disposable cameras, so that it's impossible for them to lose them all. Couldn't yes. possibly fuck this up. And then they immediately I, lose, like, five. Yeah, I like Seuss's impression of a of Bigfoot. It's very <laughs> yeah. good. He, like, strikes the pose of, like, the famous, like, Bigfoot video. <laughs> oh, I missed it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but... He is, like, yeah, given a bunch to them. He's like, has, like, eight on his body. <laughs> yeah, he's got uh, five hidden in his life vest. He's got, like, three in his uh, sock. Yep, and crucially, one cameras. in his hat. One under his hat, yeah. Yeah, uh, Seuss instantly drops one after taking his own photo. The, the uh, yeah, at this right. point, Dipper's like, no, see? Exactly. This is why I brought so many. We're fine. Yeah. yeah. But then they keep losing or breaking them. He's like, guys, uh, oh, please. <laughs> Guys, come on. Guys, come on. I know they're called disposable, but come on. Which ends with him karate chopping one accidentally. (laughs) Yes. Down to 12. Which, DC is like very disposable cameras. (laughs) Yes. Um, yeah. So, um, they're like, okay, so what, uh, what should we do now? And then, uh, Dipper's like, okay, so, uh, Seuss, you be, you steer the boat. Mabel, you're on lookout duty, and I'll be the captain. And Mabel's like, what the fuck? I want to be the captain. Bro, we're Uh, trades. If you're a captain, I'm captain. (laughs) Yeah, come on. And Dipper's like, no. And then Mabel throws a camera overboard. He's like, fine, (laughs) co-captains. God, knock it off. And Uh, and uh, they have some fish bait. Yeah. That they're going to get the... The monster with, but Seuss is just like, hey, do you mind if I, mind if I taste it? And like, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, that's bad. That's I don't know what I thought. <laughs> I don't know what I thought it would be. Um, and then uh, Stan, we see him off to the side. He's these fucking traitors. I'm going to go find my new fishing buddies over there. Uh, and then he interrupts a guy trying to propose to his girlfriend. Right. Uh, uh, with, the jo- with the classic with joke. Classic uh, joke. Ashley, please go ahead. My ex-wife misses me, but her aim is getting better. <laughs> they but look her so aim upset. Is getting better. <laughs> they look so upset that he would come to them with this. I would be upset. Like they don't I would look be annoyed. <laughs> they look scared. <laughs> I would be scared too. <laughs> Man just came up to me and started talking about how his ex-wife tries to shoot him all the time. Yeah, and then when and they then, don't laugh, he's he's saying, "Ah, get it? The joke is that marriage is horrible." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the guy's like, for fuck's sake, come on, man. God damn come it. on. I'm in the middle of, okay. <laughs> All right, we're going to go. Uh, um, the- Mabel has uh, entranced a pelican. Uh, now, a pelican is- you can just do that with. <laughs> oh, yeah? You got a lot of experience doing ventriloquism with a pelican? I'm actually going to say that one of the times I've been attacked by a bird is when a pelican stole my lunch. Oh, my God. <laughs> Is that true, Ashley? Yes, it is. I we were at a zoo. We were having a picnic. Uh, and we were like in a class, and then I would like every time I brought food up to my mouth, this pelican would like come in and smash ah! it. Bro, that pelican detected weakness. Yeah, and like I fully like I get you know not putting like human emotions on animals because sure. the way animals uh, react to things and the way we react to things are very differently. Sure. Uh, but I fully believe that that penguin was knowingly being a dick. I feel like it had too much of a sense of timing. Like, the fact that it was waiting for you to bring it to your mouth to strike. Yes. 
it it knew on some level what it was doing. Yeah, no, it did. It's fucked up. Because, yeah, on one hand, you don't want to ascribe human emotions to animals, but also, I feel like maybe sometimes people underestimate how much uh, animals can think and feel about things. That's what I'm saying. Uh, so they uh, crash into Scuttlebutt Island. Yeah. Or as they instantly uh, remark, Butt Island. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Seuss covers up the scuttle on a sign that says Scuttlebutt Island. Uh, great stuff. Great stuff. Um, and then... Uh, Mabel is like, Dipper, are you scared? Are you scared? And Dipper's like, no, I'm not scared. Uh, and then, I'm a big strong guy. And then Mabel starts poking him in the nose, go like, you scared, idiot, ha ha. Uh, and then uh, s- they hear some howling in the woods. Yeah, and they're like, oh, don't worry, I'm sure that's just Susan Stunk. And he's like, no, mine's, mine's whale stomachs, dude. <laughs> yeah, my, indeed my stomach sounds whale, like a whale. Whale songs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, but, yeah. I am a little worried that mm-hmm. if we continue on this Seuss path, uh-huh. he's kind of a walking fat joke. There's a bit of that in there. there. It's not a line here. Yeah, yeah. They're they're very close to the line here. I that didn't I didn't come away from this being like, uh, but I, I see where you're coming from. I'm I'm just I'm just wary. I'm not sure. like pointing, but I'm like, you guys are getting real close to this guy. Like with his shirt getting eaten at the end. I don't know. Yeah, I think it helps that he's not like. Yeah, he's not upset by it or anything. He's well, just like, damn. And also, sure like, they've characterized him beyond funny fat guy. Yeah. So like, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's less. It. it well, it, have it, they characterized him beyond funny fat guy? Well, yeah, because he's like. Kind of a doofus, but also, like, wise. Like, you know, appears to change a light bulb and also convey profound wisdom. Alright. I, from what I remember, what I've, like, been talking to people recently, have watched this more recently than I have. Mm. I I know that, like, there are some, like, Seuss-devoted episodes that obviously do more with him. Uh-huh. Sure. But I also would not be surprised if some fat jokes have slipped in. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, yeah. We it's also going to be something where, like, you know, your line with that is going to vary from person to person. Yes. Yeah, like I said, this is more just like, you guys aren't doing it, but you're getting close to doing it. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um... This is where he gets uh, Dipper's uh, kind of, like, imagined spot of him getting interviewed about... Being a brave adventure man. Where he's he's... basically dressed as Indiana Jones. Yeah, he's got five o'clock shadow inexplicably. Yeah, you know. He explains how he runs away from nothing. He's very brave, except Except... for running away from Grunkle Stan. Yeah. Uh, And then Mabel bursts into his dream. (laughs) Just, like, filthy inside her hamster ball, presumably because she can't ever leave it to clean herself. Yes. (laughs) And she's like, interview me! Yes, but Charlie, why won't you interview me? Like, that seems like him being unkind in his imagination of Mabel, but it cuts back, and no, she's also having this fantasy. (laughs) Yes, they're both imagining the same thing. She also wants to go rabid inside her hamster ball. They've got, uh, you know, like, twin mind where they are thinking the same thoughts. Right. Yes. Uh, Mabel and Sooth rap. 
Yes. Well, yeah. Sue's beatboxes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they finally uh, catch up with what they think uh, is the monster. Uh, but it is, in fact, just a load of beavers. <laughs> yeah, it's just a of bunch like, of beavers. It's like a shipwreck. They, and they've made a little dam that looks like a, the Loch Ness Monster. Yeah. And the sounds they were hearing was just a beaver gnawing on a chainsaw, which stressed me out. Like, I know they weren't going to show the beaver getting horribly mangled by the chainsaw, but it's just chewing on the blade and also turning the blade on. Yeah. Scary. <laughs> that beaver died off screen. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, it probably also could have died when they put the ship through it. <laughs> well, you know. Uh, I do like that the beavers say, I love cavorting. <laughs> I don't even know yeah. what that means, man. They're just doing, like, beaver talk, but it's subtitled. It's, like, frocky. Having a good oh, okay. view, just, just, just chilling. <laughs> I see. Vibing. Yeah. If it was written today, it'd be like, I am vibing. <laughs> uh, Uncle Stan is explaining how to fish to just random children now who are not yeah. his own. <laughs> yes. Also, his boat is the Stan O'War, which I liked. That, yeah, that's, that's a good joke. name for a boat. <laughs> Good boat name. If your name is Stan. Uh, the the SS Cool Guy crew have fully given up on this thing being real. <laughs> because, hey, the thing we thought it was ended up to be beavers, and the only person who's reportedly seen it is this kind of weirdo old guy. Right. Yes. Uh, and then it appears. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Uh, but it's scary! He's got big old teeth. It's it's, it's certainly big. Yeah. Uh, and so they get chased by it. Uh, I think, yeah, that's when uh, Seuss loses his shirt. Yeah, like the yes. beavers, like, gnaw it off, basically. Yes. Yeah. Pretty long chase. Yeah. Uh, Dipper loses chase a lot has, of cameras in the process. Yeah, they, they lose basically all the cameras. This chase scene also has my favorite joke of the episode, <laughs> where there's two guys in two boats Hauling a giant pane of glass across the lake that they smash through. It's yeah. really good. A chase scene that breaks through a pane of glass the two guys are carrying is always a funny bit, and the more <laughs> contrived the reason for the glass being there, the funnier it is. This is excellent. I I, I forgot where it's from, but I think my favorite version of that joke is I think it's the Simpsons because obviously because of course they did that joke. Right. Uh. They avoid two crashes and then uh, finally get across the street to throw the tainted glass into a dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> um, I this part where there's a different grandpa who has two kids in his boat and talk about how much they love each other. Yeah, it's like the like, wholesome family. Man. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> he just starts booing them. <laughs> <laughs> and the like, Maybe nobody loves him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh no. <laughs> and he's like, oh, damn. And then the kids go by. So, you know, uh, uh, there's yeah. a big wave that splashes everyone. Um, yeah, Stan this is, is when the beavers attack them. Yes, I, they, they're one of the For some reason, beavers. I had a false memory of, like, the beavers, like, saying a lot more things. <laughs> like, no, they just say, we're still beavers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and yeah. like we said, Seuss loses his shirt. And you are right, Molly, like, there's a reason that he's the one that lost his shirt. And it's because yeah. he's fat. It's because he's you're, the big fat guy. You're not wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they go through the, uh, 
like lumberjack looking family. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And the, uh, they land in the water and they're like, oh, fuck, the fish are raining from the sky. They want revenge. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> fuck, we got to get out of here. I, we didn't mention it, but uh, the SS cool guy has a chain steering wheel. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Pixus. I didn't know that you could get that for. You could put on anything that's got a steering wheel. Yeah. That's true. Uh, they are eventually drive through uh, a, a waterfall, waterfall into like, a cave. After Dipper's like, it's a waterfall. Like It's got to have something behind it. If it doesn't, it's not a good game. Yeah, right. Abel's like, are you sure, dude? And he's like, I don't know, man. Just get in there. Yeah, uh, uh, and, and then the monster chases him and he gets stuck. Yeah. Uh, they take all the photos because uh, Mabel reminds Dipper about the one in his hat, which still works. Uh, and then they also find out that, whoops, it's a giant robot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, the whole time Mab- it's been a mecha piloted by the crazy old man. Old man McGurkick. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, and it details exactly how many giant robots he's made, which is uh, <laughs> at least four, probably. Right, this is yes. go-to problem-solving solution. <laughs> and he's yeah, killed like, a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. At first, it's like, well, you know, I just wanted, you know, my son to pay attention to me. Right, so I and made this like, contrived thing just to make him want to pay attention. Us old folks will do anything to make our family pay attention to us. And so, like, at first, they're like, obviously, you know, it's, this relates to the... Grunkle Stan thing, and they're kind of feeling bad about it. Then he's like, "Well, you know, when my wife left me, I made a robot, you know, pterodactyl, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and it yeah. breathed fire and kill people." And they're like, oh, "Okay, buddy." They're like, "All right." I tell you, before that reveal, they're like, "Wait, and this was your plan?" Yeah, it was kind of contrived in retrospect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, uh, yeah. Also so he's uh, he's made a lot of, of robots. Is like the casing of steel, but the inside is wood, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Well, you and know. It's like just done, like all the computer screens are like Apple IIs. <laughs> right. Yes. The There's a fucking stick shift in there, and it's got the little eight ball on it. Yeah, which he uses his beard to. Uh, yeah, he learned how to operate it with his beard, which is actually a character in Grand Blue Fantasy. Great. <laughs> uh, that, and the, the thing that Dipper was reading at the beginning, like the, you know, National Choir esque. Yeah. Uh, thing. Is that the one with all the fake news stories? Yeah. Um, had a guy on the front of it who had, like, a prehensile beard. Oh, really? Yeah. God. That's good. Damn, um, maybe, this, maybe these guys know something. <laughs> it's that. It's just that minute black joke. Like, only, only real news source in town. Right. I thought about watching rewatching Minute Black recently. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Sure, why not? That first one's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Second <laughs> one has a weird pregnancy fetish thing going on. <laughs> Remember when they were going to do a Big crossover part? with Twenty One Jump Street? God, they should have. <laughs> they really should have. It was. It would have been better than Minute Black International. Uh huh. A movie that does not exist. <laughs> no. I was gonna say what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wait, Remember, is that different from Men in Black Three? Yes. Okay, so there's Men four in, Men in Black movies. What? Yes. Men in Black 3 is the one where Will Smith goes back in time and meets young Agent K, who is voiced, who is act, like portrayed by Josh Brolin. You're making this up. I'm not. 
Uh, Pitbull did a song for it instead of. <laughs> I guess I remember up. this one. Uh, the bad guy was uh one of the dudes from fucking we uh what we do in the shadows and the that like New Zealand like music show, Flight of Concords, mm-hmm. and it ends with spoilers for Men in Black Three. <laughs> um, Agent uh, Will Smith's dad was a cop and. He ends up dying in the line of duty to catch this dude, and then Agent K like talks to young Will Smith, and Will Smith is like, "Oh shit, what? like this happened," and then Agent K wipes his mind, and he's like, "Man, fuck can't off!" Believe- yeah, no, like I remember seeing that because I like worked in a movie theater when it came out, so seeing that ending a bunch, and every time we'd just be like, "Fuck out of here!" That's the dumbest shit in the world. Uh, and then Men in Black International is where it <laughs> went to uh, to England, and that had Tessa Thompson and uh, Chris Hemsworth. Oh, right. right. Yeah, this one time, I remember. Yeah, there's that time on Twitter where everyone was like, oh, like, man, what a bisexual movie. And then it was like, <laughs> it's just got two hot people of different you just got genders two hot in people. it. You just put two hot people in it. Yeah, yeah. great. That's every movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's true. Anyway, Minute anyway. Two is the one with Johnny Knoxville, <laughs> uh, where it's you're not crying, you're not crying because it's raining. It's raining because you're crying. What? what? That's not a line. That is. That's not. No, no. I understand that someone said that, but that's not anything. <laughs> no, it's because she was an alien that could control the weather through her emotions. That oh, was oh. He was what? not being metaphorical. Yeah. Oh. Okay. They, uh, they just kind of reveal that this lady at the end is an alien without any mm-hmm. <laughs> and didn't know it. Okay. What? Ah! Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Like I was saying, Men in Black, the first one's great. <laughs> yeah. First one, I remember being good. Uh, the Also, the, te- the cartoon was fun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they go, end up going back to Stan, and they're like, "Hey, we wanna we wanna hang out with you." And Stan's like, "Fuck out of here!" Uh, but they eventually have a, have a fun day of fishing. Yeah. yeah, they use up all the film in the last camera to just take some fun photos, and then they drop uh, it in the lake. Yep. And it turns uh, out there was a real lake monster down there all along. They pull a Hey Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> there was also a part where like. Uh, where the where they're asking about the robot and Seuss is like, yeah, guess you two are the real uh, fucking lake monster. Listen, I'm yeah. sorry, I just thought of that. I had to say, yeah, I'm like sorry. it just popped up to my head. Also, Stan now has an ankle bracelet. <laughs> yes. Stan does have an ankle bracelet. Uh, and then over the credits we get uh the comedy stylings of the pelican. Yeah. Uh, but that's that episode. That's that yeah. episode. Uh, we got a bunch of questions. Oh, All right. Boy. People want to know our thoughts on fishing. Oh, this is now fishing. the preeminent fishing podcast. I have uh, never been fishing. Well, the first question is Alex, from Alexandria one six seven. Have you ever been fishing? If not, do you want to? No, and not especially. I've been fishing. I've been fishing. I enjoy fishing. Like if yeah. I had a group of friends that wanted to go fishing, I'd be like, 
yeah, okay, sure. And I'd probably have a fine time. I always, I always did catch and release. Mm. Never, we never took any of our fish home. Mm. See, I like to eat fish, so if I was fishing, I would want to keep at least, like, one. Well, you gotta go somewhere specific where it's not gonna be dangerous for you to eat the fish where they're coming from. Sure, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I definitely uh, have, yeah, been fishing a lot. You know, done the, the like, the grandfather and dad, you know, like, you know, like, you know, like, oh, all the generations hanging out. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, you know, fishing. This is the only way I know how to talk to people. <laughs> um, that is the only time my dad ever tried to have serious conversations with me was when he took me yeah. fishing. Huh. That, that's like the real thing of fishing is like it's so we can be alone in the middle of a lake and so we can actually talk about I can reveal my emotions for brief seconds. No, am, mine was more like, do I need to talk to you about sex? I was like, no, <laughs> dad, please don't. My, my parents just got me like a book. That my was... parents did that, too. Uh, but then I think he just wasn't convinced that it did anything, or he forgot they did it. Yeah, uh, and was like, "Oh fuck, I have a I have a duty as a father." He also gave me he just handed me a condom once and was like, "Here, you might need this." And I was like, <laughs> "I don't know, Dad. I don't know about that one." When I was like eleven or twelve, I asked my parents. I I forget if it was my mom or my dad. And I was just like, "Are you supposed to like explain like sex to me around now?" And they were clearly uncomfortable with the idea and were just like. I don't know, you basically get it, right? And I kind <laughs> of explained it as best as I could from, like, what I'd heard from older kids, and they are just like, yeah, yeah that's close enough. <laughs> uh, I, I think I told, told this story on one of the podcasts, but I don't remember anything that I say on these things. <laughs> right. Um, the book specifically my parents got me was written partly written and drawn by the guy who did Arthur. Amazing! Hell yeah. Uh, so you did have, like, drawings of naked people by the Arthur dude. That's uncomfortable. I hate that. Yeah. yeah. No, it was weird. I know I just said amazing, and I do mean it, but fuck that. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, especially because the dog that the family had in the thing was the same dog that they had in no! Arthur. No! You can't do that! <laughs> No. So if you like, really wanted to squint, you could believe that it's just the humanized Arthur family. Oh God! I think the dude could just draw one type of dog, and that's it. Yeah. In retrospect, I definitely had some incorrect ideas about how things worked until I saw like porn. Yeah. And even then, that's not even that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's not exactly the, the best way to learn that. No. Yeah, my my parents were extremely into like we don't really want to talk about this. Right. Yeah. Um and then like also the and I'm sure this like is it it makes sense but like it was it was weird to me at the time where it's like also we're going to tell you how a baby is made. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh like you know like we're going to show you photos of babies being like born. <laughs> oh. You ever think about cell division. And I'm like, I don't need to know this. <laughs> like, I get, like, teaching me about sex, because, like... Right. Shit happens. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe it was good, but, like, learning about how babies are born and, like, caring for a baby... Right. Seems, like, a little out of my, like, 16-year-old league. Did either of you have to do the thing of, like, taking care of the egg? No. No. Yeah, same. 
Yeah, like, that is one thing that I thought for a long time was only, like, cartoons. Yeah. Or, like, kid sitcoms. Mm-hmm. But I've heard, I've seen people who have, I've heard from people who have actually done it. Yeah. Like, it's, that, the flower. I think there's part of that I must not understand, because it seems like if you're taking care of the egg, you just put it in the fridge until it's time to turn it in. I think, at least from what I heard, like, you have to, like, show, like, photos of yourself taking care of it. I see. Which, like... This seems like a fucking unnecessary process. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it just... It just seems kind of dumb. I've also seen the one that's, like, this one I, I have to think must be the creation of television shows of, like, it's not an egg, it's a baby doll that's set to, like... An alarm that sounds like crying goes off every hour or something, and you have to, like, take care of it. <laughs> no, I've seen that. I've <laughs> Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. That seems like such an expense for a school to go through. That's why there's, like, it's either, like, really highfalutin schools, or they don't work. <laughs> yeah, this thing, I would think highfalutin schools would be like, you don't need to learn this, you'll have servants for your kids, don't worry about it. They still want to, They don't like, really help. say that out loud. Yeah. I guess that's fair. You gotta pretend. Um, and it's probably from, like, an elective, like, home. Sure. Uh, anyway, this has gone way off of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's my opinion about fishing. Fishing's uh, cool. Yeah, I think fishing's cool. I d- I've also done bridge fishing, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Because uh, you'll meet a lot of cool people that way. Or at least interesting people. Um... Chumbersville Holly says that uh, she works at a place where people still drop off disposable cameras to get the print later mailed to them. And do you think this is weird in the age of <laughs> cell phones and all that? No, not really. Uh, yeah. People still make it. They're still making new Polaroid cameras. That's not weird. Yeah, there's yeah. people that like the physicality of it. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think also just like the idea of like, yeah, like yeah, I can get this physical and. I like with the disposal camera. I don't have to worry about like film stock or buying all this expensive shit. I can just take all the you know like the photos I want and then send it off somewhere and they do it all for me. Right. Um, from at Smoothie Tootie, which cryptid do you think would be neat slash cool if it were real? Uh, would you want to go find it if it were? Mm. I don't want any cryptids to be real. I think it's the cat would be cool. Yeah. Or like the Tanuki. I feel like the Mothman is only beneficial to society. Mothman might be okay. Yeah, like, I'd, I'd listen, be pretty cool with Mothman. We're in a country with crumbling infrastructure. We could use a guy that could tell us when a bridge is going to collapse. Yeah. Is that what Mothman does? I don't know anything about Mothman. Yeah, the like Mothman legend is like he appeared to a bunch of people that like then died in like a bridge collapse or some shit. Oh, bummer. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Well, he appeared and then, like, later appeared on the bridge, and then the bridge collapsed, like, a week later. Right, right. Well, but maybe I think they the... shouldn't have let him sabotage the bridge. I was gonna say, at least from the movie, The Mothman Prophecies, they the implication is not that he just, dist- like, sabotaged the bridge, but that he was trying to warn about the bridge. I would have shot yeah. the Mothman. <laughs> have you seen the statue of the Mothman? The Mothman thick. <laughs> no. All right. Apparently, I like mean, the, I'm sure I have because I've watched BuzzFeed Unsolved. 
They, they gave that Mothman an ass. <laughs> Mothman yeah, you take up? Mothman statue to Google, it uh, autofills Mothman statue back. <laughs> Mothman they got know cake? what you were here to see. Math- Mothman kind of got cake. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm looking. No, he doesn't. He just has an ass crack. <laughs> Everybody has those. <laughs> People go on this website and post that Charlie Brown has hoes. <laughs> he does not have hoes. <laughs> People post about Mothman's cheeks. Uh, in apparently Fall seventy six, there's like a Mothman cult. Uh huh. And I like, I would, I would be a part of that cult in like the wasteland. Sure, what else you doing? Yeah, sure, you, yeah, you got nothing better to do. Except, like, reconstruct society, but that's hard. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> yeah, the well, problem again, with that is that there's no bridges left for Mothman to prophesize about. What's he gonna do? Say, like, if I want to reconstruct society, I'm gonna trust the people that care about bridges. No, he only cares when they fall down. It's the only time he shows up. <laughs> He's like that horse that goes into people's hospital rooms. Did you see that? Yeah, what? Uh, the, the hospitality horse. <laughs> what? There's a cat that does it too. It's a horse that goes into like uh, uh, people's hospice rooms when they're on their deathbed to like comfort them. What the? Fuck? But like, it can tell like when people are about to die. <laughs> oh, I mean, like, yeah, I know cats can do that too, but it's just to do with like body warmth and stuff. Mm-hmm. But this is a horse that can do it. All right. I, I said most horses can, just most hospitals aren't built to accommodate a horse. <laughs> sure, man. Uh, from Trishura, what form of petty revenge would prompt you to create a monstrous death bot? Ooh. Oh, d- I wouldn't put it past me on anything. Yeah, no, yeah. Molly is that guy where it's like, well, this guy didn't show up to my birthday party, This guy so. didn't show up to my fucking retirement party, so... This out, we're gonna have to off. fight a mecha next week. Big crow mecha. <laughs> How do you like it? Uh, yeah, I probably would like get a little bit into making a robot and then give up. Yeah, that sounds hard. It does sound hard. I- I'm not motivated out of spite as much as Molly is. See, that's the great thing, though, about like if your like instinct is to build an evil robot for revenge, you're never gonna finish that robot. You know, and it's going to take you years. You, the the grudge is going to die down, but you know what? Along the way, you're going to pick up a lot of useful engineering skills. You can probably get a job as like an, an electrician afterwards. Yeah, sure. The grudge will die down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. And, and then if the grudge did not die down, you, then you must robot. really want to fuck up that person. <laughs> right. Well, what grudge are you harboring that you've held for the longest time? Um. Hmm. <laughs> Just going through a Rolodex. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, also, I assume that once you built one killer robot, yeah, the rest are easier, right? Oh, or you just use the same one. You don't have to keep making new robots. He he did though. He had a fly. I know he one. did, but I just think he's you know work smarter and harder. Right I, right. I think at a certain point he was like trying to like really just like challenge himself. Yeah, I don't think that was it. I think I think he wanted to kill people. <laughs> well, he killed himself while doing so. <laughs> <laughs> you 
He's like, sure, you could kill someone with a knife, but who else is doing it with mechs? Right. Yeah. What else we got? Uh, from at Patch Jacket, if you were hunting a sea or lake monster, what piece of equipment would you bring dozens of backups for? Hmm. Um, I mean, cameras I mean, is a good cameras call. Cameras does seem like the smartest yeah, one. Yeah, cameras do seem like a... I think, like, flares... Yeah. Yeah, flares, yeah. Whether to... Because you can use that for people to help find you or for... To distract or, like, blind the monster. Right, right. Flashlights. Batteries. Knives. Knives. Knives is good. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, From at Deep Sea uh, Transfem. Do you think Nessie has beef with uh, Gobble Wonker? Or are they like, girlfriends? Uh, well, I don't know if they're girl. They might be girlfriends. I think, I think they're. they're friends I think they're fucking divorced. They're, they're long <laughs> they live distance. in different lakes. Yeah, that's long, true. Yeah, that's true. They fucking, they, fucking uh, the Gobblewonker was like, "Fuck this! I'm going to the other side of the goddamn world. I'm going to fucking Oregon." <laughs> Nessie, you piece of shit. How do you, How do you think it got into that? Because I, it, I guess, it looks like a lake. Yeah, like, lake ain't big of... enough, you know. Yeah. Not for two. We gotta assume that it, it migrated at a time when like the sea levels were different. Mm. I don't know about that. I think it just kind of walked. That's true. It might be amphibious. Yeah. yeah. Could it could have just walked from water to water. Yeah. Uh, from at Heart Burger, uh, what dream hunt would show up to be amazing your accomplishment <laughs> in your daydreaming personal fantasy? <laughs> Shohei Otani. <laughs> Great. I don't, I don't know if I have a good hunk to draw on here. Are female hunks okay? I don't see of why course, not. Actually, I, I think Kagatsu would be a, a female, right. female yeah, yeah, yeah. hunk. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I have a good answer. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, no, that's fine. fine. You don't uh, gotta have from, any hunks. From at Michael of Healy. Uh, ever had any local cryptid stories that were obviously ripped off from a better known monster oh no we had like a lot of like yo this serial killer that was obviously just like from a movie or something oh sure yeah 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 like oh the killer clown or uh one my favorite one of those is the bunny man which i think is from ohio these people just bored in ohio (laughs) My dad, when I was younger, it, this is not a, uh, like, cryptid thing, but he would tell me all these, like, ideas for stories he had, and they were all, like, oh, super interesting, and like, oh, wow. And then when I was a little older, I had a thing when I was, like, 15, I had a, a short-lived phase where what I did with my spare time was read Twilight Zone plot synopsis on Wikipedia, Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. no, I, I've been there. Yeah, well, and it turns out that every story he told me was his idea was just an old Twilight Zone episode. Damn. Fuck. Uh, Devastating. From at Flaming Jeans, how would you break your camera? Oh, that, yeah. Definitely that karate chop. I would be like, because I do this with shit all the time, I just like absently, I fiddle with things a lot, and one of the ways I fiddle with things is like, tossing it up in the air and catching it and I inevitably I'm not very coordinated so I inevitably drop it I think I would like absentmindedly anxiously like 
keep like clicking it, you know, like the click thing that like you do to get to the next one. Oh sure. Uh, I think I would accidentally break that. Uh huh. Oh damn. Um, from Casey Cosmos, got any real, uh, real or fictional fish you think are neat? Hmm. Uh, the babblefish is cool. Sure. The what? It's a hitchhiker's guide. Yeah, it's a fish you put in your ear and it can translate any language that's spoken to you. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I think they explain it's like a parasite that, like, eats language and shits brainwaves that, like, are the translation. Yeah, Hmm. it's just supposed to be, like, a a weird thing to explain away all this sci-fi shit. Right, why the humans can understand the aliens. Hmm. They're like, yeah, we kept okay. trying to find like a universal translator, and then we found out there's like parasitic fish does it. <laughs> right. Jellyfish are cool. Yeah. Fucking weird. Yeah. That, that yeah, jellyfish are especially in the, the fact that they like some just can't die. Right. Got a thing, Molly? No, I don't, I don't know any fish. All right. <laughs> uh, well, that's it for questions. Luke. Huh? Where can people find you online? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> people can find me online on Twitter at SSJSpeedRacer. You can find shows I do in Audio Entropy, such as uh, MCU Complete Me, where we're done whining about Marvel movies, so now we're whining about other Marvel movies, like Jerry <laughs> Maguire. I saw a Marvel movie. Uh, I think, uh, you know, who can say? <laughs> Me, definitively. Well, you know, difference of opinion. It's just uh, okay. Marvel character Tom Cruise. Yeah. That's not, he's not in any of those. The next uh, episode coming out will be on Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. Uh, that was a fun episode to record. Um, I was also fun on a recent episode. What's that? I said fun movie to watch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was on a go recent episode. Go. What? I said go web go. Oh. <laughs> I was also on a recent episode of Teenagers of Attitude. I think that's not out yet, but will be coming out soon when you're listening to this. Uh, but the big one these days is it's Eidolon, Become Your Best Self. It's an actual play podcast that IGM and also me and Molly wrote the book of the game we play. It's good. You should listen to it. I tell you every week, you know. It's at Idle on Playtest. It's at yeah, you can follow it at Idle on Playtest on Twitter, which That's you should right. do. Let's fucking go. Yeah. Uh actually we can find you on the internet. You can find me at Urlibrain with an underscore on Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. You can also find me at patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. Give Ashley your fucking money. Give Ashley your fucking money. Um I'm still I'm still gonna keep asking uh for people to donate until we get to that Jackie Chan. But I want yeah, to do that. Yeah. Mm. Jackie Chan podcast. Molly, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at your friend Molly with a Y-E-R. You can find me at audioentropy.com, ineedmail.com. We're going to record another Amory score, I'm sure, at some point. I, I'll talk to I'll talk to Jackson one day. I don't know. Uh, journal Update, it just came out. Uh, episode about Tyranny, the video game. Uh, would like to talk to people who think that game's good, because I don't know what they're seeing in it that I'm not. <laughs> I have friends that like that game a lot. I I just don't understand. (laughs) 
I just don't get it. <sighs> I tried. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I just don't like CRPGs. I don't know. But Maybe. I like disco, but I don't know, man. Video games. <laughs> you should have made a podcast that will... Like uh, be covering CRPGs like fifty percent of the time. I know. I made up. We. I decided to sign on to a podcast that was just gonna spoon feed me games I probably won't like. You kind of fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's. I mean, that's not true. I'm playing Bioshock right now. I, well, yeah. The other half of the time you get to play that kind of game. Yeah, I, I get to play like Dishonored. Right. And that's fucking great. Yeah. Every, who doesn't love that? I know there's people. Listen, there's people. Anyway, I don't want to play tests. Look at that. Uh, <laughs> you go to audioentropy.com at the donate button in the upper, upper right-hand corner. Give us a little money for uh, hosting the website. Uh, yeah. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do uh, it. Tell your friends about our podcast. Watch Gravity Falls with us. Fuck it. What do you yeah. what else? It's fucking 22 minutes. It's nothing. Yeah. Bite-sized. Watch watch the episode. Anyway, uh, that's it. Ashley, get us out of here. Until next time, fuck Disney. Fuck, fuck Disney. Disney. Gravity Falls is not what you call a city town. Though like any other town, all the people rest up their news request when the sun goes down. But that is when the mayhem awakens and madness crawls out of nowhere. We go where it Calls while the people are sleeping behind safe walls We're explorers of forests and haunted halls Empty graves and old caves and abandoned malls I mean there's nothing else to do here